Okay, we are on Daf Kafhei Amabet as we proceed to the Jadashem, finish the uh, second parak of Masach Rosh Hashanah. We're discussing this issue of the Shivan Zakanim and these different Psukim, uh, showing how basically we're trying to equate on some level all these different figures so that we understand that the uh, the, uh, the Psak of a Beitin has the same effect no matter whether the Beitin is Moshan Aaron or just for the regular people. Okay? Um, I think we're like six lines now or something. Okay? Maybe a little more than that. Um, we said that, the, the last thing we said was, right? right? So somebody, even if you're very light, like a very like simple person, if he's appointed as a leader, he's like the greatest of all. And the buzzer says as follows. This is a very famous Russian. You should come to the Kwanim and the Levim and to the judge who will be at those times. So this, uh, here's a little uh, joke in the Gemara, a little sarcastic joke. Well, would you think uh, come uh, occur to you that the person will go to a judge who is not at his time? Why is it like tra- time traveling? Like you're going to go to some other judge? No, that's uh, we're supposed to laugh in the Gemara. So the Gemara says, The point is, no, you're supposed to go to the Shavit in your, in your generation. You don't lament, oh, if only we had the judge from a different generation. No, you got the judge in your generation. Okay, the Gemara says, Ve'omer, and the Buzzik says, uh, sorry, I lost my face for a second. Al Tomar, Shayamim Harishonim, So don't say positive Kohelet here. Right? Don't say what was, like in the past, because the earlier days were better than now. Right? Like everyone says, oh, back in the day, you know, that was always better. Ah, forget that stuff. That's, that's Narishkat, the Gemara says. So don't, don't do that. Now you go by what it is now. Deal with your own person, with your, with your own reality. Yeah, it's a good lesson in general. It's true about judges, it's true in general. Okay. Now, the, the, uh, the mission has said, So this is a story, right, of Rabbi Yeshua. He I had to appear before uh, Rabbi Gamliel on, his, uh, on the Yom Kippur that he thought was Yom Kippur. Uh, so he took his uh, staff and his money. So when Rabbi when Rabbi Gamliel saw him, he stood up out of his chair, and Ashakov Rosh kissed him on the head. Amarlo Shalom Alecha Rabbi Bitalmidi. So we saw this a little bit in the Mishnah too, but here's a little elaboration. Rabbi she Madateni Torah Barabim. So Rabbi, because you taught me Torah in public, nice definition of what a Rabbi is, right? Anybody who teaches you Torah in public, I guess it's called your Rav. On some level, the Talmidi Shani Gozer Alecha Gzei Rabbi Atamekayma. Right? I make a decree and you listen. Kitamid, uh, uh, kitamid, like a, like a student. Ashrei hador, right? Fortunate or happy is the generation. Shagdolim nishmaim l'ktanim, that the great ones are uh, listen to the young ones. Kavachomer ktanim l'gdolim, and all the more so, young ones listen to the gdolim. The verse says, Kavachomer. What do you mean, Kavachomer? Chiyuvu. It's an obligation for the young people to listen to the older people. So what are you talking about? Alad Gabar says, Mitoch shagdolim nishmaim l'ktanim, nosim tanim kavachomer beasman. Rather, what, we, what it means to say is that since the older people sometimes will even listen to the young Younger people, where right, they give them the respect, you know, of, uh, that they'll listen to them. So the young people make a kavachomer to themselves. They kavachomer. We should listen to the older people. Not that there's no obligation. There's no obligation. In terms of like, how do, you know, it's a good lesson also, right? How do you want you want someone to respect you? The best way to get someone to respect you is to show them respect. How do the makirin? And that brings us, uh, Baruch Hashem, to the end of the second parak, and Mizatid Dishmaya onto the third parak, which is a great way to start the uh, the last day of official uh, official uh, shear together, and we'll do the rest of the recordings. The Mishnah says as follows: Ra'uhu uh, Beit in Yisrael. We actually saw this, uh, I think, 
couple of days ago, right? Three days ago. If uh, the Beit and all Yisrael saw the new moon, Nechru Ha'edim, or a case where the eight witnesses were uh, investigated, Mikudash but they didn't manage to say the words Mikudash until it got dark. So what are you supposed to do? So this would be presumably on the 30th day of the month. So the question was, you should really be able to make the 30th day of the month, Rosh Chodesh, but we weren't able to get it in, and all of a sudden now it's uh, nightfall. So the mention says, Hareza Mu'ubar, we end up making an elite month, and day 30 will be day 30, and the following day will be Rosh Chodesh. Ra'uhu Beitin Bilvad, let's say only the Beitin saw the new moon, there's no other witnesses. So what are you supposed to do? Like, you, you know, the Mishnah says, excuse me, Ya'amdu Shnayim V'ya'idu Bifnehem. So two people from the Beit should get up and testify, right? So they're like replaced, you know, V'yomru Mikudash Mikudash. And then the Beit will say, Mikudash Mikudash. Ra'uhu Shlosha Vehem Beitin. Let's say three people see the new moon and they themselves are the Beitin. Ya'amdu Hashnayim. They, the two people, two of the people should get up and testify. V'yoshibu Mechaverehen. And then sit down, two other people, their friends, I guess, by, the, uh, by this other person. Uh, so there'll be three people to hear the uh, testimony. Because the individual person is not sort of like believed alone. Rashi says, You can have one person say Mikudash. You have to have the Beit say Mikudash, and that, that's be the, uh, the difference. Okay. Yo, the Gemara now says, Why do we need to have this in the midst of this case uh, where the whole Beit in season, all Yisrael? What's going on here? Rashi says, Hare Ra'uhu uh, Beitin. Uh, I mean, so Rashi points out it's really the the uh, the Kol Yisrael uh, is really the uh, the question here. But once the Beitin sees it, why is it relevant that Kol Yisrael sees it? So Gemara says, Istrich, it's necessary. because he meant to say, since the Beitin and all of Kol Yisrael saw the new moon, it's already become publicized that it's a new month, the lowly Abrua, and they cannot make it in a, uh, a leap month because it would be looked like Shekhar, right? Everyone would see it. Kamash Malan, that's it comes to teach us, no, you have to get in the, the testimony and the, form, the formalities uh, in time. If you don't, it will be a leap month. The Gemara says, V'keva detanalei ra'u beitin v'chol Yisrael. Fine, so, okay, I get it. So once we have that first case of the beitin v'chol Yisrael seeing it, nechra edim lamali. Then why do I need the next case where we have the, the witnesses were investigated, but again, the same principle that they just couldn't get in the mekudash until after nightfall. Why do we need that case? Hachikamra, this is what it needs to tell us. Okay, so maybe the truth is maybe I cheated a little bit. Maybe my reading of the Mishnah I kind of explained it this way. What the Gemara is saying is it's a separate case, right? It's not only if all Yisrael, uh, if the Beit and the Kol Yisrael saw the, the new moon. It's a separate case that, uh, and alternatively, in a situation where the Edim were investigated but they weren't able to say Mikudish in time, so it's also, an, you make it a, an Eber month. Okay, but then go back to this question. Uh, once it tells me that once it hits nightfall, it's a, it's a leap month, so why tell me the case of Chakir at Edim? It doesn't make a difference at all. Meaning, who cares what was happening before? Like, oh, there was Chakir at Edim. It doesn't make a difference. If the point is, we didn't say Mekudash before nightfall, then that's the point. Uh, the Gemara says, Isterich is still necessary. Because you might say that the investigating the witnesses is like the beginning of the process of the, of the court case. And Makudash Makudash would be like the verdict. And then you maybe would think that you could be Makadish Chodesh at night. How so? Which would be very similar to Dine Mamanot.
What do you mean? And, and monetary law at the time, we learned in the Mishnah and Dine Mamanot and Masachas Sanhedrin, Dine Mamanot Danin Bayom. Bigomrim, Balila. Now, because of the Dini you have the case itself, the deliberations during the day, but the verdict can come at night, as, a, as opposed to capital cases. Dini Nimamanot can't be like that. But Dini Nimamanot be at night. So, Hachanami. So, here too, you might say, Mekashin Balelia. That's the Havimina. Then I think that once I got the Chakirin Edim done during the day, I could do Kiddush HaChodesh formally at night. Kamash Malan. That's what the mission is coming to teach us. Even in that circumstance, you can't do it at night. Mark says, Ve'ema Hachinami. Mark says, Well, why not? Like maybe you should. Like wh- wh- maybe like that's actually a good point. Why isn't this like DNA moment that you can do it at night? So Amar Kra, because the pasuk says, "Ki chok liYisrael hu mishpat lo leYaakov." It's a chok, like a statute for the Bnei Israel, a, uh, a judgment for the uh, gods of Yaakov. Emat habi chok. When is it called the chok? Big Mardin. It's only called the chok, like a law, once it's a final verdict, right? That's like the final thing. Just as the mishpat, the judgment in general, is during the daytime, so to this should be the daytime. Rashi says, mishpat is the beginning, but you have mishpat and you have chok. So you see the mishpat and chok in the same puzzle, it's telling you that just as the mishpat, has to be during the day, so do the chok has to be a day. Uh, certainly, you can then ask a, co- a, a question, which would be, well, that's very nice to say about Kiddush HaChodesh, but we know it's not true for Dini Momonot. <laughs> I mean, Dini Momonot is not true. Okay, let's do that aside for now. But, okay. Now, the Gemara says as follows. The Mishnah taught us, Ra'u Beitin Ya'amdu Shnayim Ve'idu B'Nayim. Ve'amayin, the Gemara says, why is it so they have to, have to do this uh, procedure? Lo Gdola Maria. Hearing it shouldn't be greater than seeing it. I Meaning, it's kind of like a funny thing, right? Let's imagine you guys, you three guys are Beitin, right? So we'll say, okay, you all saw the new moon. So say, okay, now we want to be Mekash HaKodesh. So what are we going to do? You guys get up and you testify that you saw the new moon. You just saw the new moon. Like, what, what, like, like hearing that you said, that's like Joey hearing from you that you saw the new moon is better than you guys actually seeing the moon. Like what's better, what, like what's better evidence for the judge? That someone testifies that he did something, you saw something, or that you yourself saw it? I just think that you yourself saw it. That's the first question. All right. Hearing it shouldn't be better than that. Rabbi Zera says, actually, interesting. He says, it's a case where they saw it at night, which makes sense to me. You saw the new moon. You don't always see the new moon at night. I guess you can see the moon during the day, too. But they saw the new moon at night. And the point is, and then there's a distinction. At nighttime is when they saw it, but they're going to do the court case during the day. So since the formality of when did the edut, so to speak, right, the testimony that even if you say it's through their own seeing, when did that happen? It didn't happen today. It happened the night before. So that you couldn't do. Imagine a situation where the court hears testimony at night and then sits during the day. That wouldn't be valid on technical grounds. You have to have the court case during the day. So to hear the re'ir would have that theoretically would work if the re'ir were during the day. That's what we're implying here. The re'ir were during the day, they could do it, but otherwise it doesn't work. Out. Okay. So it's a technicality, anyways. But okay. The mission says so we have to get the two other people, pull these two people in to be able to uh, complete the court case. Why says Why do you have to do that? So you can say here too, same question, right? You can say the same thing. The Shmir should be no bigger than Ria, and therefore the same uh, people should be able to uh, be there. If you say, uh, no, yeah, sure. It's the same exact answer that they saw at nighttime. Gemara says, well, high nuach, that would be exactly, uh, that'd be the exact same case. So then, it doesn't make sense. You know, the mission doesn't need two different cases where people saw the moon at night and therefore they couldn't serve as judges for the particular case. So what's, so what's going on here? Why do we have to have these two people testify as opposed to just being able to rely on what they saw? 
The Gemara says, Seifa is Trichli. The Seifa actually is what's necessary here, where it says, That line is very key. The key the line that the individual is not believed on his own to say Mikudash. I would have thought to say as follows. Hoel Vutanya, since we learned in the Brayta, Dini Mamuno Bishlosha, Dini Mamuno is with three people. Bim Haya Mumchel Rabim, the Brayta says, if he was Mumchel Rabim, like an expert accepted by the public, Dan Afilu Biyachid, he can judge alone. So in Dini Mamuno, we say he three judges. It's not really true. If you have an expert judge, he can judge on it by himself. So I might have thought to say, Hachanami here too, Nikdeshe Biyachidi. Again, you see an interesting. I mean, again, like from a from a Eun perspective, you say, what's the Havamini here that we think we'd be linking up? Very interesting. We're like, yeah, these Havaminas, and we're rejecting them. It's interesting. So, what, as I would have thought, you connected it. Kamash Malan, as it comes to teachers, no, Dini, uh, the Kiddush HaKodesh is different from Dini Mamino, and the Mumchla Rabim is not, uh, not acceptable to judge on his own. You need to have three actual judges. But it says, uh, be Israel Yoter uh, excuse me Mark says uh, but again here too meaning meaning why not like, what, what, like okay you're telling me the Mishnah is teaching me this halacha that when, that when it comes to Kedosh HaKodesh you need three judges but why like it doesn't make so much sense why should that be any different than, than, than Dini Mamano Mark says as follows there's no greater mumcha than Moshe Rabbeinu and God said to him even then Moshe said to him it's no good you can't be Mekadosh until you have Aaron with you Okay, so when even Hashem introduces the halakha, it's not the Moshe alone. It's the Moshe with Aram. So, okay, so that takes us that. But now, if you guys, you a minute and a half, we'll get to the Mishnah. Is that okay? Okay, so Gemara says, This seems to suggest that a witness can become the judge. Rashi says, and the last Rashi in the page here, Misha liyot aid bedavar dayan. Somebody who could be a witness can also be a judge. Right, this is a case where they all saw the new moon, and two of them will be the witnesses, but one will not. Or in other circumstances, let's say a larger group of a, of a beit din, let's say seven judges saw the new moon, and two of them will serve as the witnesses. It means the other five who also witnessed the, the event will serve as a judge. This seems to imply, again, that this idea that the aid, the witness, can also be a judge in the case. So you might say that's a, that's a controversial opinion, a, a position. It's not so good. That's a, that's a question in Shas. Aid not sedayan or not. So it seems to indicate this is our understanding of the Mishnah. This Mishnah will be like definitive proof, it seems, that aid not sedayan. So Gemara says, Lema Matmizan to Lodk Rabbi Kiva. So if that's the case, let's suggest that our Mishnah is against Rabbi Kiva. What do you mean? The Tanya, we have a bright that teaches as follows. Sanhedrin Shirao Echa Shahara Getanefesh. If a Sanhedrin sees somebody who murdered somebody, Miksata Naasu Edim Miksata Naasu Dayanim, did Rabbi Darwin. Rabbi Darwin says, What does the Sanhedrin do? Some of them become witnesses, and some of them become the Dayanim. Right? It's a very, it's a very easy case, right? You sort of like just split up. Rabbi Kivo Mer, Kula Nasin Edim. If he disagrees, he says, no, they're all witnesses, and they cannot be the Dayan, because Ein Eid Naseh Dayan. So you see that if this is the case, our Mishnah seems to indicate that Ein Naseh Dayan, because it's just two guys who witnessed the new moon get up and serve as witnesses. Rabbi Kiva doesn't like that. So again, so we're restricting our Mishnah now only to the opinion of Rabbi Tarfin against Rabbi Kiva. Uh, the Gemara says, no, Afilu Tamer Rabbi Kiva. We can suggest our Mishnah even follows Rabbi Kiva. And more we the distinction. No, the reason Rabbi Kiva says Ain't not said Dayan over there is because it's Dinin Fasha. It's a capital crime. 
because the Torah says that the uh, the congregation has to judge him and the congregation has to save him. What does it mean? It means that we are always looking for zechut. When it comes to capital cases, we're always looking for merits and trying to get the person off. Not because we want murderers running around, but because we're very nervous about about um about um actually killing someone in court. So the Gemara says as follows: the kaven de chazyuhu de nafsha. So since this group of this group of people, right, the the the, the judges here, the beitin, they saw this person kill somebody. They can no longer suggest any type of merits, and therefore they're not going to be able to serve as the judge. So it's not a technicality, ain't in asadayan, in a theory in general. It means in capital cases, ain't in asadayan, because a person who witnesses a murder is not going to be able to uh, judge this guy favorably. So aval hacha, but here you could say a few Rabbi Kiva Moda, maybe even Rabbi Kiva would agree that the person who witnessed the uh, the new moon, that's not such a big deal. You have to find a zechut or whatever, something like that, and therefore he can serve as the witness or the judge. In either case, I'd be fine. All right, we'll stop there. Shkoch.